Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. Now, I have to say, I got an absolutely enormous shock when Megan told me uh, this yesterday and said we'd be chatting about it on the show this morning. It appears as though not only could your star sign have changed, but specifically my star sign could have changed or may be about to change. And it's got something to do with NASA and constellations um, and astrology and the impact on it of uh, what's been happening. So to explain it uh, to us, and particularly to me, because I like being a Sagittarian, uh, we have uh, Limerick-based psychic Madame Lisa and David Moore of Astronomy Ireland on the line first thing this Friday morning. Uh, You're welcome. Good morning to both of you. Uh, David Moore, um, from an astronomer's point of view, what are NASA saying or what are they up to or what are they doing that could have an impact on my star sign? Well, there are two ways of looking at it. One is that the NASA story is all very interesting and it scared people and people are debating, does NASA have the authority to change the constellations of the Zodiac, etc., etc.? But there's a more important point, that astrology has been well-researched and it's not so much been shown not to work, but that we know why it appears to work. In fact, there is no effect of the celestial bodies on human lifestyles, human relationships, all that kind of thing. But there is an important piece of psychology going on. And I think a lot of my colleagues in astronomy know that it can't possibly work. There's no no laws of physics that could explain it. Uh, But they throw the baby out of the bathwater when they just say it doesn't work. And people think it doesn't. They feel it doesn't. They have real experiences. And that's to deny the real psychology that's going on. In fact, a lot of Big studies have been done into astrology many decades ago, and they showed that it doesn't work, but they also showed why it appears that it does. And I'm sorry to disappoint all your viewers, but I've talked about this on radio and television over the decades, and nobody seems to want to listen. But we do understand why astrology appears to work. Forget this NASA story. Yeah, to be honest, I'm, I'm, I'm really not interested in that because I like reading my horoscope, and I like being a Sagittarian. And my question is, am I going to remain a Sagittarian, David, because of what NASA are doing here? What's this Ophiuchus? Well, to, to explain that part of the story, there are two types of constellations as all that's happening. There's the ast- astronomical ones, and there's the astrological, <laughs> astrological ones. And in astrology, you simply divide up the path of the sun around the sky into 12 equal houses, uh, they call them, rather than constellations. But there were different star maps around in uh, up to, say, the Victorian era, and different people thought some stars were in different constellations. So it was eventually resolved in the early 20th century when the body of professional astronomers decided exactly where the constellations were. And we've all adopted that ever since. And one of them happened to dip into the path of the sun around the sky called Ophiuchus. And that's this so-called 13th constellation of the Zodiac. But where's it, it been all this time? Construct. Sorry, Joe. Where's it been all this time, David? Well, 
as I said, for astro- astrological purposes for the last 3,000 years, they've just divided up the path of the sun. So they have a different definition of star signs uh, to what we astronomers have. We're looking at real things in the sky. Astrologers are concerned where the, the sun, moon, planets are at the time of your birth. So we both have different definitions of constellations. That's all that's happening. This comes up every few years, and uh, people seem surprised about it. But, you know, if you're, if you're, if you're happy to believe in astrology, uh, then yeah. you're only interested in the 12 astrological signs, not the astronomical ones, which is what NASA uh, and those astronomers okay, do. Okay, well, I mean, listen, you're the expert uh, on this, obviously, but I'm utterly shocked to discover that I might be something called Ophiuchus as my star sign rather than Sagittarius, where I've been very happy to be uh, for uh, most of my life. Um, we're chatting to David Moore of Astronomy Ireland. And as I mentioned, we also have Limerick-based psychic Madame Lisa on the line. Good morning to you, Lisa. Hey, good morning, Joe. Thanks for having me on. Good you morning, are David. very welcome. So, I mean, I'm looking at dates here yes. and they they have changed or are they about to change or will someone change <clears throat> them? Um, oh, okay. Apparently the star signs... No, hang on, no, we have to get this right because <laughs> this is very, very important, sure, especially to absolutely. me, but not just to me. Um, according to this um, Ophiuchus thing, um, it's now November 30th to December 17th and my birthday is right in the middle of that. I used to be a Sagittarian, but now that's gone from December 18th to January 20th. Um, Capricorn is the 20th of January to the 15th of February. Aquarius, the 16th of Feb to the 11th of March. Pisces, the 12th of March to the 18th of April. Aries, the 19th of April to the 13th of May. Taurus, the 14th of May to the 21st of June. Gemini, the 22nd of June to July 20th, which is this coming Monday. Cancer is the 21st of July to the 10th of August. Leo, the 11th of August to the 16th of September. Virgo, the 17th of September to the 30th of October. Libra, the 31st of October to the 23rd of November. And Scorpio, then, is the 24th of November to just the 29th of November. What is going on here, Lisa? Okay, so very simply... uh all astrological signs are constellations, but not all constellations are astrological signs. That's the first thing. There are 88 known constellations in the northern and southern hemispheres as we speak. 48 of those were ancient constellations. That would have been uh, the only known constellations at the time, about 3,000 years ago, that the Babylonians were drawing up their astrological um, uh, sign and uh, making a map of the known heavens at that time. All others have been discovered since uh, the use of telescopes starting in the 1500s. So I don't think, in my opinion, uh, I don't think that uh, this new astrological sign or this new constellation, should I say, I don't think just because it dips into the sun belt or the orbit of the sun, uh, the earth around the sun, I don't think that's going to make any difference to you being a Sagittarius or me being a Capricorn. That's the first answer I can make to you. And I would just like to... And sorry, is there some thing. kind of astrological association that will decide ultimately whether yeah, I'm, I'm NASA, going to be... NASA doesn't have the power to change. Uh, NASA uh, deals with all things astronomical. It doesn't deal with all things astrological. So it doesn't have the power to make any changes on this. And, uh, you know, the serpent bearer, as it's called, has actually uh, been known since 2016. This isn't something that happened last week or the week before. I would imagine because the world is in such chaos at the moment with coronavirus and the unrest that the, the, the world is experiencing in terms of riots and so forth and so on, I think this is just another thing that's been thrown into the pot at the moment to create further 
global confusion and uncertainty. But I would just like to make one point in relation to something that David mentioned earlier, if I may, and that is he said that there is no um, uh, influence based on uh, us as humans, uh, on the um, astrological signs, or on the sun or the moon or the stars or whatever. And, and I would like to refute that, and I would like to point out that it, if the moon affects the tides, the flow, the edge, the flow of the tides, more uh, births uh, come on a full moon every month than at any other time of the year. And in Victorian times, the name lunatic asylum came from the, the moon, lunar that people, people's moods were affected, people became more depressed, people became more anxious, people became more uh, volatile, you could say, uh, at a time of a full moon. So uh, I would have to refute uh, the fact that uh, there is no influence based upon us. Okay, well, um, chatting to uh, Madame Lisa, who is a Limerick-based psychic, and David Moore of Astronomy Ireland. Um, David, Lisa thinks you're talking rubbish. Oh, I didn't say that. No, not all. Not all. <laughs> no, no, she's not saying that. Oh, she's not saying that. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. no that's not what I said. It's important to have an informed debate about the whole thing. Of course, of course. the tides do affect the Earth, but the, 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 if you work out the gravitational effect, which is well understood, and you apply it to, let's say, the midwife at the moment of your birth, she has a bigger effect gravitationally on your the substance of your body than does the moon. So we know it's not gravitation that does things like this. Just said that there are more births around the time of full moon. So you're not refuting that there are more births around the full moon? Well, a, but you a, think a that's prominent got to do doctor with each and every in Holly Street in Ireland did a study on this this, this, this idea that had been mm-hmm. put around. It's, it's actually a common uh, conception all around the world that there are more births. He looked at 10,000 births in Holly Street in Dublin Mm-hmm. And published a paper in a medical journal which showed that, in fact, there wasn't any correlation. And what we think is going on is that when there are, you know, there'll be occasionally uh, busy periods in maternity hospital and there's a full moon in the sky, midwives made the association. And when there was a busy time, there was no full moon in the sky. They just didn't notice this. And so this this explains how this misconception... So, so to be clear, David, it's not that people listening are having more sex around a full moon. <laughs> and they're not having more births. That's for sure. I mean, we've just looked into it, and it's just not true. And uh, one thing I've researched the the astrological thing very carefully, because if astrology did work, there'd be a Nobel Prize in it for me and lots of other scientists. It would be the most important thing Astronomy Island could ever hope for, because we'd be the most important hobby in the entire universe, since the stars affect human lifetimes. And I'll give you one study that was done on... With a, with a group of professional astrologers where they cast the horoscopes for thousands of people and they gave half the people the horoscope, but they reversed the horoscope for the other half. So it said you're good with money or you're lucky in love. They changed that to you're bad with money or you're unlucky in love, that kind of thing. And they asked people who got the correct horoscope if they thought it was accurate. And over 90% of them said, yes, it was uncannily accurate. This is very important. Then they ask other people who got the wrong horoscope, do you think it's accurate? And over 90% of those said it was uncannily accurate. Now, how can that be true? Okay. Well, 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 I, I don't know, no. I have to say that, uh, I mean, when I read my horoscope, it always seems spot on, to be honest. But, but what I'm more worried about is that I'm no longer a Sagittarian. Can you explain to me, um, Lisa, what impact this would have on me if it happens, that I'll be Become an of, an of, a, a serpent, 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 a
serpent bearer. Oh, brilliant. And, yeah. Oh, I, I, well, <laughs> I couldn't ask for more than that on a Friday. Well, I'd become go. a serpent bearer. You'd and, become and, a serpent and, bearer. And how, and how will that change me from yeah, being a Sagittarian? See, yeah. Yeah, the point I would make to you is it's not going to change you. You were born a Sagittarian. Uh, I think that science likes to explain everything. Uh, you know, you can you can run up any set of figures that you like and to to argue your point or to prove your point. But when this when astrology was first thought about, it was a way of early peoples making sense of their environment and making connections with the world and the world outside themselves and finding patterns. And uh, I suppose that's another reason why people have gods uh, to make sense of, to to explain something that's bigger than themselves. That's why we have myths. That's why we have, uh, you know, heroes and so forth and so on. Uh, I think people need to explain and people need to connect to something that isn't just science-based. Just be clear about this, though. Are, are you now suggesting that heroes like Shane Dowling and Paul O'Connell have an impact on whether I'm a Sagittarian or not? Ah, no, absolutely not. But I am saying that people need heroes and people need to explain something that's bigger than themselves and people need to look outside themselves. That's why people since ancient times have looked to the stars because it's outside themselves. People need to have a connection outside themselves. And I think the problem with science, uh, if I could say such a thing, if I dare make such a statement, I think they, the problem with science is that it takes away the connection the, the ephemeral connection that people have to the larger world, to the unseen world. And I think that perhaps until people flow back into that world a little bit and reinstate their connections with things outside themselves, such as nature, we look at the world today, we look at the crisis in climate change, we look in so many different things that have been affected because people just don't have that sense of belonging or that sense of connection to the bigger world anymore. So what happens in... Um, shall we say, the, the, the Faroe Islands at the moment and the whales being slaughtered. Uh, people don't connect to that anymore right. in a way that okay, should. But you know, let's let's it, get back to brass yeah. tacks here now. Me. Yes, absolutely. Me. Yes. I'm You're still me. a Sagittarian, just no, like but, but how can I be? If, if, if they're going to change this to they're a They're not going to change it. No. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be, you know, the last word in this, but uh, I would certainly say I was looking at a statement that uh, Russell Grant in England made, and he would be a very well-known astrologer in England and uh, very well published. Uh, and he certainly has come out and said there are 12 astrological signs and there will remain 12 astrological signs. So right. he would be a much bigger voice in this than I would be. Okay. All right. Well, listen, thank you both very much. I have to say, I, I don't know whether I'm happier or sadder. I mean, the idea of going around being a serpent bearer instead of a Sagittarian, I don't think that thrills me. Um, but thank you for talking to us this morning about it. We'd be interested to hear what you think. WhatsApp us 86 about your star sign. David Moore of Astronomy Ireland and Limerick-based psychic. Madame Lisa, thank you. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives.